The results of the historic first-of-its-kind forensic audit in Maricopa County, Arizona, are in. And it's just what we all expected. They're already saying this should never have been certified. Maybe we just might see President Trump back in office sooner rather than later. Meanwhile, in Israel, even the news are casually admitting on live TV that the vaccines seem useless. We're going to cover all of this and some of the major finds of that forensic audit coming up after a short word from our Patriot sponsors. Welcome back, my friend, to The Silent War with your host, Dustin Nemos of Nemos News, where we continue with your help to break the cycle of fake news. Let's dive in. There was a time when I had my head in the sand. Then I found out that power players pass lies for truth and truth for lies, especially in areas of life and health. I used to stay quiet, and now I speak up. I red pill my family, I red pill my friends, and I support redpillliving.com. Red Pill Living has real health products that support longevity, vitality, and detoxification against the deep state attacks on your health. It's redpillliving.com. Wake up, stand up, speak up. Nemosnewsnetwork.com. Breaking the cycle of fake news. So the audit is finally over. This was a Herculean effort. If you have built a building, you'd be able to see it from space. But it's not a building. Instead, it was a social construction. It was an amazing effort of many people who believed in the American dream and in preserving American history and our constitutional way of life. You know, they have come together to try to save what seems like at times is a dying nation. Now, it may just yet be saved. We're not out of this yet, but the results are very, very, very solid. This was a stolen election. This should never have been certified. This was rigged. So many shenanigans. Of course, it flipped from Biden to Trump, but there were also incidents of evidence being deleted against, you know, in violation of the law. And there's a lot more to it than that. So we're going to go through that. Um, there's a few major issues that we should definitely mention. There were more than 10,000 double votes across county lines. Tens of thousands of ballots cast from individuals who had moved prior to the election and could not have physically received their ballots legally. None of the systems related to election integrity had numbers that would balance and agree with each other. The voter rolls and the registration management process itself have many data integrity issues. For instance, over 200 individuals were easily identifiable as likely being the same person but having two different voter IDs and voting twice in the election. Without access to the county's detailed records, including personally identifiable information and registration systems, it is more likely there were many tens of thousands of improper votes in the election from double voters. Deceased voters, 
voters for which we can find no trace in the public records nor association to their voting address, moved voters, and etc. Proper voter registration law and procedures were not followed. Also, chain of custody. There were unexplained large purges of registered voters right after the election of people who had not voted in the election, strangely. There, were, there was backdating of registrations, adjustments made to historical voting, and voter records. Unexplained linking of voter registration affidavits to multiple voters and more. Files were missing from the election management system, EMS server. Ballot images on the EMS were corrupt or missing. Logs appeared to be intentionally rolled over and all the data in the database related to the 2020 general election had been fully cleared. That's deleting things. That's a, in deleting vital voter records and before their time. That's, I think that's a violation of federal and state law. I think that might even be a felony, but we'll see if anybody goes to jail. I'm sure that the, the list that I'm reading here, and, and this is just a part of it, it's a lot coming out. It's still coming out. Um, you know, this list is something that's going to shock even the Maricopa County Board of Directors for the election integrity, uh, the election system there. Now, what's at least we're going to see them pretend to be shocked. I don't know how many of them were actually in on it, and how many of them are going to be surprised at what they allowed to, you know, sneak by them. That's the best possible scenario. Um, you know, some of these folks were already expressing doubt, like the recent recordings that dropped from Chukri. Right? He is already saying in the back that this internal audit was was crap. You know, it was it was not a real audit, and he was accusing others of dishonesty. So something's going on in the back. Although he recanted his statements once those leaked recordings came out, right? Conveniently. He doesn't want to probably get killed by the deep state, maybe. We also have logs, of, I'm sorry, on the ballot side, batches were not always clearly delineated. Duplicated ballots were missing the required serial numbers. Originals were duplicated more than once, and the auditors were never provided chain of custody documentation for the ballots for the time period prior to the ballots movement into the auditor's care. This all increased the complexity and difficulty in properly auditing the results. Imagine how easy it would have been if everything had been followed like it was supposed to be, and they had proper chain of custody. But no, we had all sorts of shenanigans, fires, shreddings of paper. I mean, <laughs> oh my gosh, people are going to go to jail for this. And we're going to talk about that in just a minute as well. There were substantial, statistically significant anomalies identified in the ratio of hand-folded ballots, on-demand printed ballots, as well as a statistically significant increase in provisional ballots, ballot rejections for a mail-in ballot already being cast, suggestive of mail-in ballots being cast for voters without their knowledge. 17,000 duplicate ballots over 99% of them for Joe Biden. And I think Shiva brought that out, Dr. Shiva Ayurdai. Now, this is in a state that 
Joe Biden won by 11,000 votes. He got an extra 17,000 duplicate ballots for him at the last minute. And we know that that is complete and utter bullshit. So, you know, it is according to Arizona statute GS 13 dash revised statute dash uh, GS 13 dash 2407 tampering with a public record. If, uh, you know, they can, this is illegal, right? It's illegal for this. President Trump is even saying this is a major criminal event and should be investigated by the Attorney General immediately. And there are a lot of indications that they did tamper with the public records. More than just I've already covered. And I also want to mention that uh, we are actually seeing the Attorney General in Arizona Mark Bronovich saying that he will take necessary actions if they're supported by evidence where he has legal authority. But remember, we can't necessarily fully trust this guy. He was not always on board and he is facing re-election. So he is, um, he's pretending to play ball right now is my suspicion. We need to be really, really careful how this proceeds because we only get one shot at this maybe. Maybe not, but maybe. Eventually, everybody will be all killed off from the vaccines and you know economic um, holocaust that they've pulled off. Not to mention the uh, genocide and the starvation that they're trying to pull off now. I mean, the, the food is the next weapon they're going to wield, folks. They want to make us obey and submit. And how better to do that for a, a gun-wielding nation than make us dependent on them for food? You'll turn your guns in willingly then. Some people will turn their children in for food. I'd probably eat my neighbors first, but I hope it doesn't come to that. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, as I said, Dr. Shiva brought this 17,000 uh, duplicate ballots point to us. And it's not just Arizona. As we know, this is the whole country. Even the states that President Trump won. He actually won by a whole lot more. And there's all the other you know, down-ballot races that we have to consider as well. That was a lot of people that we should have gotten office that we didn't. I mean, we had this MAGA flood, this MAGA surge, and they were able to negate the whole thing, almost. Almost, with election fraud. Now, that's why UCM didn't really, they didn't really manage to do it all across the board. They, they didn't pick up a lot of the House seats they wanted. But I digress. And maybe some of the Senate as well. In Wisconsin... A grassroots group has uncovered 23,000 votes from the same phone number and 8,000 votes registered in 1918 all in one county. Wow. I mean, that is probably... I don't know about the Wisconsin uh, margin that Biden won by, but in a lot of the states it was not much. And uh, this could be the same thing. I mean, you, you start picking away the votes with some of the obvious fraud and there's already not much left. You don't really have to even get into the nuance and all the nitty-gritty details. I mean, are, do we need forensic audits everywhere if we have pretty reliable hard data that large segments of the voting was fraudulent? I mean, how many hundreds of thousands can we just go ahead and pull off the top as obviously fraudulent and arrest people? We also have...
two fully vaccinated hosts from The View asked to leave the studio because apparently, even though they were vaccinated up the wazoo, according to one of their co-hosts, they still got a breakthrough infection. So those, um, those vaccines aren't working out too well for you, huh? Here I am, unvaccinated and feeling as healthy as a cow or horse. Now, but it's okay because uh, Joy Behar says that uh, they feel better even though they're sick because they got the vaccine. I mean, this is the ultimate just mental gymnastics that they're actually telling people that, hey, they got sick even though they got the vaccine, but that's okay because they got the vaccine. <laughs> I can't I can't keep up with the insanity of the left. And in this crazy Alice in Wonderland upside down world, Nicki Minaj fans and Trump supporters have joined together at a fraud Fauci Friday rally at CDC headquarters in Atlanta, Georgia, to protest together. This, my friend, is the Great Awakening that we've been talking about. The left and the right finally coming together to look up at the same time to see who's been really pulling the strings. It's like, you know, many ants don't naturally fight, but if you put a bunch of different ants in a jar and you shake the jar, the ants will fight each other. That's how the deep state works with people. And that's pretty much how rulers have always worked with people, by the way. It's the only way to rule. You have to turn the people against each other in order to divide them against their own interest, which is to stand up for themselves against you while you rape and pillage them economically. It's a very simple system. It's been tried and true for a long time, and they have uh, sort of perfected it lately with uh, modern PR, modern bread and circuses, which is uh, like the television. I mean, according to some occultists, the television is Satan's altar in your living room. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. It is all about telling a vision, isn't it? Their vision, their vision of the world, their fake news. And you see the damage that they have done is at biblical levels. They've convinced half the world to commit suicide. How, I mean, I don't know how much more you can understand that this is a spiritual battle. It absolutely is. I always believed that even before, I, you know, I officially became a Christian in the last couple of years. But, and I don't, I don't necessarily have a, a date on that. I've just, the more I study the deep state... The more I stare into that abyss, the more I sense that this is a, a spiritual battle across time. And I could go into a long dissertation on this and just, I, I, could, I could put things together that would probably blow your mind. Like the Christmas tree is actually related to, and Christmas itself is actually, I mean, a lot of people know that it's not actually, you know, Christmas, uh, Jesus's birthday. A lot of people know that. But people, you know, they usually stop at, oh, it was this pagan holiday of Saturnalia, and, you know, we just sort of took it over because the pagans were absorbed into Christianity, and that's the, the end of it. Actually, the Christmas tree and Christmas was a celebration of Nimrod's birthday. I mean, it's, it, if you go back in history, and Nimrod was a very evil dude, probably the Antichrist, and they want to bring him back. I mean, that's what some of this occult stuff is about. It all leads back to Osiris worship, to resurrection, 
of Osiris and Nimrod and the sort of the, the bringing the gods back. And that's what a lot of the ancient Babylon mystery schools that these elite skull and bones, you know, George Bush, John Kerry types pay homage to. Remember, John Kerry went down to Antarctica and made this weird mystery trip to nowhere. What was that about? What's in Antarctica? Admiral Byrd knew. So, you know, there's a lot to this, and certainly if they can if they can fake news half the world to death, commit suicide, then you know, they have I mean, they have more power than they've ever had before in human history. And the pride comes before the fall, folks. I don't think God's going to let this happen. The last time things got this out of hand, there was a flood. The last time things were like this in the days of Noah, where there was genetic contamination, and now we have the world poisoning themselves with gene-splicing GMO STD vaccines. What do you think that mRNA vaccine is going to do to you? I mean, I would not be surprised if people start growing, you know, mutations and stuff. And I doubt it's going to happen. It's just going to be death. It's just going to be various forms of painful death and disability, followed by death, shortened lifespan, increased misery and suffering, increased dependency on the medical system that's poisoning us. That's probably what the vaccine really represents. But, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. I really wouldn't at this point. So the CDC director, Rochelle Walensky, has overruled opinions from the, uh, you know, the FDA panel that recommended maybe only the elderly, only those who have immunocompromised situations should take this. Because this is about the politics, not the science. This is about getting everybody to take that poisonous jab. In Israel, on TV, they just said it seems useless. doesn't seem to be working at all. Although almost everyone in Israel has been double-vaxxed, and now they're heading toward three and four, and they're doing very badly compared to India, which has cured an entire state. Uttar Pradesh, and I'm probably not saying that right. Uttar Pradesh, whatever, whatever you say it. Uttar Pradesh, Uttar Pradesh, you know, tomatoes, tomatoes. They're completely 100% COVID-free after ivermectin, which they gave out, I'm pretty sure, for free. It was They didn't have to pay for it. It was so cheap. I mean, even now, you can go get ivermectin at, like, a tractor supply store for, for horses and, and animals and stuff. It may come in a paste, that kind of thing. And I'm not suggesting that you do that. <clears throat> but it's available. You could do that. And I'm actually looking at that right now because I think that one of my dogs have heartworms. And, well, the treatment for heartworms is very simple. It's a doxycycline, ivermectin, three-month treatment. He needs to have some ivermectin. Isn't that something? And now I'm over here not even caring about ivermectin. Personally, I think it's a miracle that it's available and it's saving all of these lives. But... You know, I don't need it. I didn't take the vaccine, and I have an immune system. <laughs> so I'm not worried too much about, like, hoarding up on ivermectin. On the other hand, I'm researching it now because I need to buy some for my dog. Isn't that crazy? It has so many uses. In fact, I also learned that the pour-on, the liquid, will wipe out ticks. I mean, 100% of certain types of ticks. They didn't study every single type of tick. I bet it's all of them, though. It's probably 100% of all types of ticks. 
And ivermectin is so safe. I could spread that stuff on my land if I could buy that much of it. Anyway, I wish I could because, uh, you know, the land that we financed to be able to, to put a barn there and to start growing some food and become independent as Bill Gates is buying up all the farmland in America and the government is bribing farmers to not grow food and the supply chain issue is being exacerbated by all of the economic policies and free money and lockdowns that they're, you know, intentionally rolling out on us. We, you know, we're in trouble, folks. But, um, you know, I, I got the land so that I could provide for my family in the worst case and hopefully one day to build a house. We'll get there. And there are a lot of ticks on it. <laughs> there really are. I wish I could spread some ivermectin because I don't use chemicals. But I am going to get some guineas. Those things are little tick murderers. They will hunt down and and destroy tick populations the way that Fauci is destroying ours. Now, Tucker Carlson, of all people, I'm actually starting to you know maybe consider forgiving him a little bit. Um, yeah, I'm still not happy with the fact that he completely was not there looking the other way um, like everybody at Fox News around election fraud around when this all went down and they stole the election in November all the way through January where was he then but you know at least now he's talking about it you know I, I'm you know maybe on my more optimistic side I'm I tell myself maybe there was a plan and he had to wait to do his part maybe there was a, a plan and a timing this was it. But I don't know. I remember when General Flynn said there is no plan. And we hadn't heard from Q in a while at that point. The worst case scenario is, well, Q is dead. They've taken him out. We failed. And communist revolution, 80 million people starved to death, just like in history. Won't be pretty. And remember, these were people who had been largely like we are. They may have not had the exact amount of technology that we had, but they had the skill set to grow food that we only can dream of by today's standards, unless you're a hobbyist backyard farmer. They did it by hand without tractors, and they were able to provide lots of food. In fact, in Russia, when the communists took over and starved 80 million people to death the holodomor, maybe more people, 80 million people at least um, when they starved them to death, many of them starved to death were farmers in the breadbasket of Europe, right there around Ukraine, they were called I think the Kulaks I could be mispronouncing that but you know, this is really just a potential repeat of history so even if you got your own farm there's nothing to say they can't come in there and just burn it down and leave you to starve or shoot you. That's what happened. That's what communism is. It is not AOC crying because she doesn't get her way and pouting because she wants to give out free money to the poor. It is something bloodthirsty that wants to kill you and your family that is barely, barely kept back by your Second Amendment. Barely. And many tentacles are reaching out. Here's Tucker Carlson reporting that there were actually a lot of federal agents helping to invade and insurrect on January the 6th. Check this out. 